What's up? What's up? Asian mom girl looking for Asian mom boy. Thank you guys so much for tuning in once again to the most available podcast. We are your hosts. This is Amy Fisher. And this is Silencio, and you're listening to Hello Villa Podcast. And now for our chiefisms. Our chiefism for the week is Mo to the Dead slash Morita. Verb, adjective, phrase, definition. That's what your ass get. Sayopito, saa. Using a sentence, it sounds like this. Hey, uh, excuse me, miss. Um, you look a little good, little mama. Um, sorry, not interested. I just wanted to tell you, have a good day, queen. Now let me get a kiss. Uh, ew. um, first of all. Look at your shoes. Mm. <laughs> Where were those made? In vagina? <laughs> Man, fuck you, bitch. You ugly anyways. And you fat. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't sure who was talking, you or your shoes. <laughs> Man, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Moat to the, dip to the, moat to the, dip to the, morita. Now, for you know what really grinds my gears. You know what really grinds my gears. You know what really grates my nipples. You know what really goes up my ass a mile sideways. Yum. (laughs) (laughs) And when thick tongue girls that don't know how to dress. How you gonna dress your beautiful voluptuous curves and some hobo rags? <laughs> I seen a tonguing girl on Snap one day. She dressed herself in a windbreaker, some biker shorts, and some pumps. What the fuck? Are you gonna go cycling and have a cycling class in a snowstorm? What the fuck kind of mixed signals are you sending right now? And she had the nerves to have her ashy ass ankles in the picture. How did you not lotion up your fucking ankles, girl? Oh, Lord. Have mercy. Fucking Ashy Larry. <laughs> Let me guess. Was her name Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> Does she live on Ashburn? <laughs> Let me guess, is her daddy OG ass Trey? <laughs> wow, probably all those and a bunch more. <laughs> well, listen here, brother. Let me tell you what really grinds my gears. What really what? steal wolves of the balls. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. I wouldn't know. Off <laughs> a long time ago, <laughs> it's sitting in a pickle jar down in the basement. <laughs> well, Jesus Christ! 
my motherfucking dares. People who smack their food. What were you raised in the barn next to your pappy Mm -hmm. smacking on your mama's coochie? (laughs) What are you, a fucking goat? Your fucking soul patch on your chin? (laughs) (laughs) You fucking lamb. What are you, fucking ball lamb, you? Fucking babe in the city. Part two. <laughs> fucking horse. Oh, fucking six and tongues on your ass. Six and tongues on them. Let them eat them head from toe. I'm gonna send you and your mama. Kill the banjo. Speaking of fucking moated, bitch, we are a moated ass people. Like, I feel like our family yeah. was cursed by some fucking bruja, like fucking centuries, <laughs> centuries ago. <laughs> centuries ago. Our whole fucking family to fucking be some fucking moated ass people. <laughs> for real. I feel like everything, and we always catch each other being moted, but for some reason, coming up with a moted moment for today's chiefism was just unnaturally hard. It for was us. hard for us, even though we have so many moted ass moments. Hello. It was so fucking hard. But it's funny, you guys, because we're even talking about like <coughs> when, um, we even took my brother and his mom to go do a fucking drive-by. Like, that's fucking mode to the dead. Like, don't to fucking the do fucking dead. Number one, the people aren't even home. Number two, we fucking <laughs> get pulled over. Like, what the fuck kind of shit? But there's just so much more, like, fucking getting denied at the club after looking hella oh fucking gosh. cute. Mm-hmm. And just, oh, just so many. Even to, like, the simplest moments, like, getting moted at the drive-thru. You got moted at the drive-thru? No, you did. I don't know. One time here, <laughs> we were um at the drive-thru. Oh my gosh, at McDonald's! I think it was. Was it McDonald's? Was that motive? <laughs> and, and then you were playing around, and this dude walked by, and he said, "Let me suck your dick." <laughs> and then, and then he turned around. He said, "Oh my gosh!" Oh my gosh, that was so fucking much. Like oh my gosh, I didn't even realize he was. He literally walked up right as I said that shit. He didn't even <laughs> fucking look at us. He was fucking passing us our food and just like, here, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the we went to the drive-thru and then <laughs> the same thing happened. Like a guy walked up just as soon as I started singing um, Britney Spears. <laughs> was it? Um, me, baby, yeah, wait, one wait. more time. One more time. Oh my gosh. What other fucking moted ass moments? There was hell of them. I can't even remember all of them. I can't even remember them. Hoya Shatoya. Another fucking week. Another. What? It was supposed to be like, you know, another day, another dollar. I said, (laughs) another week, another swollen feet, girl. <laughs> oh, that was, that was gal. Um, I thought I had gal, girl. That's the one thing I don't have. Plus, I have everything else. Okay, I am so thankful I don't have gal because I look at my uncle and I'm just like, wow, you have to go through a lot. <laughs> he still be drinking, like 
And he's still be drinking. I'm like, dude, are you getting it? But I think he offsets it by being on this extreme diet. You know? Mm. Wait, which uncle are we talking about? Because the hell of us have gout. Um, I'm talking about Lee Yeah, I was talking about Lee too. Yeah, well, yeah, Liwa's lost like oh, my uncle Liwa's lost like ton of weight from being on this really extreme yeah. diet. But then he still drinks, and drinking doesn't help gout. I feel like that's why a lot of them have gout is from the drinking. Yeah, but you know he's he's still healthy. He, he looks good. Nani told me that he looks good and Bits, lost a lot of weight. You know people get gout in their fucking hands. <laughs> yeah. Because- <laughs> Wait, Jim, can I tell you a story? No, so we were at, um, I was at my job, my old job back when I worked in university, um, um, there's this little old Asian dude, this really small old Asian dude. I really liked him as a coworker because he was just chill. And we were in the elevator, and I was like, and I looked at his hands, and his hands were hella swollen, and he still came into work, and I was like, Hey, I forgot what was his name. But I was like, hey, what happened to your hands? And then he was like, um, what did he say? He said, cow. I said, a cow? <laughs> I said, a cow hand? And he was like, cow, cow, cow. And I said, cow, cow. And then he was like pointing at his like, you know, his extremities, like his ankle and his hands. And I was like, and his feet. And I was like, gout? You got gout? And he was like, Shaking his hand, his head up and down. I was like, "Wow, what the fuck?" His hands literally look like you know those big like um gloves or like um hands that you uh, take with you. Like you're number like one. The, like you're number one. He was number one. Yeah, that's what his hands oh look like. Gosh, he was always at the baseball games. <laughs> and that's so crazy. Could you imagine if we're like, yeah, I'm fucking lucky. I don't have gout. We woke up and we had gout in our hands. Oh my god. I would literally cut my fucking hands off. (laughs) (laughs) You would just have nubs. I would literally just just have nubs. Just stick them in my butt whenever Uh, I want. I'm I'm serious. It's you know, it's so extreme for me because it's like you know how it's like, oh my gosh, if I ever got into an accident and they had to cut my legs off, I'd be like, just just take my life. (laughs) I can't I cannot live on this earth with no fucking legs. It's bad enough. I fucking weigh a ton. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be able to fucking heck it anywhere. Like, I would literally be in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing about being, you know, plus size. You know, a little voluptuous. A little having having a little curve to your body is that if you like sprain, just like sprain an ankle, it's like so inconvenient. You know, like skinny people, they can like go on those little like scooters and shit when they like right. break a leg or like sprain and like fucking propel themselves forward hella fast and shit and like walk hella fine because you know they're they're fit they can they can do yeah that. we but, literally like... have to fucking time heal everything sit there and literally just hope and pray that we'll heal sooner than we fucking know like oh i was feeling an ankle twice and the fastest my ankle has ever recovered was when my uncle did the tongue and foot on me. <gasps> Bitch, me too. like my life was slipping away because that's how hard he was stepping on my ankle. And it's crazy because they believe that that's how you fucking fix a fucking sprained ankle. I remember I sprained my ankle, right? So fucking funny. So 
we remember in Sacramento, we lived on the street from our school. So I remember mm-hmm. um, someone was getting off of school, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna go pick them up." So I went and took the car. Grandma was doing the uh, the laundry. So I had gotten the car and I drove off and I went to the school and I came back. I must have been like fucking 13 or something. And I remember coming back and she started yelling at me and when I got to the house. She was yelling at me, cussing me out. How dare you take the car? You know, if something happened, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I hella walked outside. I stepped on a shoe and fucking sprained my ankle. <laughs> That's a fucking most of the dead ass morita ass <sighs> No, but, and remember I always said like, my fucking instant karma. Like, I have instant karma, which is why mm-hmm. my ass uh-huh. don't usually fucking fuck around and do dumb shit. But that shit right. fucking hurt so bad. And then the next day, I remember my dad had um, one of his cousins come and they fucking fought on my feet and some fucking hot ass fucking water and oil. And they fucking massaged. Like, he was fucking like, <laughs> not even really, because, you know, He's naturally strong, but it was just like, ah, like I couldn't do anything. I couldn't fucking, I couldn't fucking get up and run if I wanted to. Yeah, no, he was molking the shit out of my foot when I was getting my massage, and I was crying the whole time. And my parents were hella laughing. They're laughing. They're like, ha ha ha, having a round time. And I was like, obviously, you guys never been through this. He looked cause... down and he was literally just molking your foot because you cut it off, and you. <laughs> 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 he was walking a stump. Ew, the blood was all splattering everywhere. Ew. And he grabbed and licked the blood. <laughs> <laughs> and we found out he was a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> he found you in the room and was sucking on your <laughs> unhealed. Ew. That's something for it. And if you did that, you would make some money. You know, people got fetishes, girl. Oh yeah, they fetishize nubs. Huh? They do. Oh my gosh. Never mind. I don't want to say it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say. It. No wait, wait. Did I discuss this with you? It was it you that I was talking to it about? It was, it was you. Me. And I think I had told you the story about this one adult film that I had accidentally came upon. How's <laughs> <laughs> it <hosted> accidentally? <laughs> You remember, remember, um, what's her name's husband, the Palangi guy that came and stayed with you guys? And you, oh my fucking gosh, you know, saw the video to get introduced to porn. Hella fucking any clicked on this video. That's was it Britney Spears? It was Britney Spears, and this guy would spend like. Like, like hours upon hours on the on the internet, and I'm thinking like time, as a kid. Explain it was fucking dial up. It was dial up. It was dial up. So like I'm thinking that this guy is doing. Oh, he must be a hard worker. He's on the computer all the damn time, and sometimes he's shut the door, and you know he would lock it. And I'm like, and then my mom will be like, "Don't bother him. He's doing his work or whatever." I go on the computer. I'm looking for my game. My game. My innocent. My, I forgot how old my I was. Sweet. My innocent, <laughs> my <laughs> fucking worm, worm or whatever that snake, whatever that fucking. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> looking for this game, and then I click on something, and it was a girl, like it was a girl dressed scantily clad or whatever. And I'm looking at the movie, and I'm like, why is it look like Britney Spears? 
And I was like, why are so many hot dogs hitting her in her face? This was the actual thought that I had when I was a kid. I was like, how many hot dogs? Why is there so many hot dogs? Is that many hot dogs necessary? And why is she eating it? She's just (laughs) taking it. She's just putting her lips on it and then taking it back out. (laughs) And I was like, what are these hot dogs filled with? Cheese? Because all this white stuff keeps coming out. You know, and then, you know, later on in, in adult life, I, I, I realized, like, oh, shit, he's he was fucking downloading porn and jacking off in the room while all of us are playing outside. Fucking weird ass. Okay, and you know, that dial up literally took hours, so that was fucking hours. He of... was sitting there for a while. And he was hella ugly. He was hella ugly. He had a fucking, he had fucking a cleft chin. He was fucking crimson chin, he dude. He literally had a fucking... He hella had no butt ends, remember? He hella had no... And this is... <laughs> this is, like, he slept in my room. So he, my mom made him move into my room. And so I had to go sleep with her. And I would walk into my room to get, like, stuff, right? And he wouldn't lock the door. So one time, I just flung the fucking door wide open. And this dude was over here butt-ass fucking naked, <sighs> sleeping on his stomach <gasps> and his at. Yeah, <laughs> with his ass hanging out. Luckily, he wasn't sleeping on his back because I would have fucking seen his teeny fucking wiener. Skinny wiener. Oh, my gosh. And that traumatized me as a kid. I was like, wow, this is the palest ass I've ever seen. This is actually the first ass I've ever seen. That reminds me fucking of Fucking out um, like this. That reminds me of when my mom used to, like, first started doing e- getting emails. Like, you know, we created her email, like, you know, a long time ago, whatever. You know, like, you get spam emails, and it's all, like, fucking adult, you know, entertainment shit. Yeah. So, I remember one time, Monty came over, and we are talking about Little Kim, and she's like, I love Little Kim. And I was all like, well, Britney Spears is the queen, too. She was like, she was like I hate Britney Spears, because Britney Spears always send me n- n- uh, naked pictures. <laughs> and we said, what? She said, Britney Spears has always sent me naked pictures in my email. I was like, mom, oh you open those things and that's not Britney Spears. It's fucking, it's fucking spam. You freaking nasty. And I said, is this the same Britney Spears I was eating hot dogs on my computer? <laughs> Dude, and it hella explained why she hella fucking hated Britney Spears for so long. Takoe is because she oh thought Britney Spears was sending her news. Really, mom? Britney <laughs> Spears was emailing. I'm not email. a Westian. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> to one of our listeners, I will not say your name because you want to remain anonymous. Thank you so much for sending in your question. I know you sent this in weeks ago, if not probably months ago, but we're finally getting to it. And I'm going to read her message to us. I just started listening to your guys' podcast. Absolutely love it. I finished the second episode, and you guys mentioned you had an advice segment. I want to remain anonymous, but I was wondering what advice you would give the poly women that always get clowned on by poly men. I noticed they put our women down a lot, and it makes me hesitant to think if I'm good enough for a poly man because of the negativity we get. Whether it be that we're too big or our body frame, etc. And I thought that was such a good question because, mm-hmm. you know, we know this firsthand, you know, um, especially you, and um, you, and, you know, being built. Uh huh. How do I say it? 
not in the traditional yeah. like, way um, that you know that society sees like you know like non-poly women pretty much because i can't think of any other race unless you're fucking russian because <laughs> Russian women, I feel like Russian women can 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 relate to how poly women are built. Except poly women, obviously, we really do have big bones. We are big boned people. But that actually really breaks my heart at the same time. Because mm-hmm. for many, many, many years, I've always heard um, non polys comment on the way um, most poly women are built. Um, and it wasn't until I got older and social media came that I started to see that our own men, our own Islander men, um, really talked down on our women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do mm-hmm. you feel about that? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's 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 unfortunate that that happens. And um Honestly, it's so funny because, you know, poly men will talk about, oh, yeah, they're built like this or they're built like that. They're built like linebackers or, um, you know, clown on like, you know, the fact that we're are, we're structured in a certain way. They will talk about it and clown on it for days, but then get mad when when um, poly women decide to not go with the with Tongan men and decide to go date outside the mm-hmm. race. You know, um, and I, in my advice, um, in regards to that, is just I would just say not don't pay attention to it because, um, you know, poly women are regardless of, of the physical attributes, the internal attributes are what matters anyways, and who cares what we're built like? And yeah, that's also just like who the fuck even cares what those guys say? You know what I mean? If those guys. Mm-hmm should be the ones that you're like, okay, well, I'm definitely not going to fuck with you. You know what I mean? Or it's, and most of the time it's usually guys that like, nobody wants to fuck with anyways. You know what I mean? Who makes those kind of comments, but I, I get it. I get why it hurts. Um, why it hurts a lot because it's like, you know, it makes them insecure and it makes them also think like, damn, if our own men think like this of us and they literally come from, women who look like us you know <laughs> right mean? and then just like you know then it's like well what are other guys saying you know what are guys outside of our outside of our race saying and <clears throat> and it kind of just reminds me of like the rugby players like the rugby like the nrl players back in like australia new zealand um or even the ones that you know go play in like europe or you know, Japan or whatever. Um, and how they, majority of them, you know, date and marry Balani women. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how that mm-hmm. makes our poly women on that side feel. Like, damn, mm-hmm. bitch, you don't even want to fuck with us. <clears throat> but what I got to say about that is like, mm, of the time these those Balangi women wouldn't even fucking look at you if you didn't have the motherfucking Laconia you know what I mean (laughs) it's true it's true there's a lot of the rugby players who are fucking butt ass fucking ugly and I'm sure those girls have eyes but all they see is (laughs) 
You feel me? That's mm-hmm. all they see is Laquania, girl. That's what they want. So they'll date your ugly ass with your ugly ass feet and your ugly ass family <laughs> because you got some coin. <laughs> but that's them. You know, I feel like that's the guys on that side of the globe. Like they feel like that's true beauty. You know, the blonde hair, blue eyes, and the you know. Yeah, and you know, a lot of it is is, is internalized hate for their mothers which it comes out in their dating, like, uh, you know, their dating preference or whatever. That is crazy. Or, you know, yeah, because if you think about, like, a lot of the guys that I know that, that said in the past when I accepted it, like, when I was also, like, you know, practicing these toxic um, behaviors towards women, was that um, a lot of the guys that would say things about poly women, their mom looked fucking just like that. Bitch, your mom is built like a fucking um, Chicago Bears linebacker. Like, like they look just like the person that are the poly women, supposedly, that they would um, be clowning on. Or be like, I don't, you know, I don't date girl poly girls because the, 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 the way they look or the way they're built or whatever. And that's something we see a lot with um, African-Americans and how a lot of African-American guys will comment on um, African-American women who, you know, much richer tones. You know what I mean? And it's like, but you literally, you know, these are guys with deep tones themselves. And, you know, a lot of the women are like, your, you, your mom literally looks like the person that you're constantly hating on and putting down. And, you know, like they make fun of the hair or they make fun of the, it's just everything. Um, yeah, no worries. It's just, it's so common. And it's like, not just with poly women, but it's like how, like, you know, like she said, like, what advice would we give besides fuck what you know fuck what they gotta say because you're beautiful it's like what would we say to poly women who feel insecure about that you know it's easy to say fuck what they say it is it is but if it's if it's stopping you from dating a poly guy don't let it stop you because you know it's the individual and you know that's what i always have to keep reminding myself to sometimes as well as um when not just when it comes to like these dating sequences mm-hmm. or like scenarios, but like it just in general, when you are experiencing something negative that's coming from the individual, is that um, it's the it, like like it's not the whole. So not all poly guys are gonna downgrade mm-hmm. you not like that. Not all poly guys are going to um, make you feel like shit. Um, because of the way you're built maybe you're built with broad shoulders or like um you know a little bit you know heavy on the top or um big calves you know um it's just the individual so whatever assholes are saying that to you judge them and fuck them um but you know give give it a chance give you know get some a lot of not even some but a lot of poly men love are poly women of course yeah, regardless of it, of of uh, those um, you know few individuals who who say that stuff. Yeah, because we know a lot of our beautiful poly women, curvaceous, voluptuous, <clears throat> broad mm-hmm. shoulders, cankles and all. Mm-hmm. Who are wife cankles up? and all big calves? Wife, yeah. You know, you know their their booze are madly in love with them. Mm-hmm. loyal um you know what i mean like 
And I don't even like, I don't even want to say, like, there's help for you out there. You know what I mean? Because I just, that, <laughs> that really, that, that sounds bad. That sounds bad to. First of all, that makes you look right. ugly as fuck. <laughs> right. But it's just like, you know, it's really, when we say fuck them, we really, truly, from the bottom of our heart, mean fuck them. Because that really is all you can do. I mean, not physically. Yeah, and not, you yeah. know, not physically. Fuck that. Don't fuck. Yeah, yeah, but like you yeah, know, it's like, uh... bitch, fuck you. I'm gonna fuck what you gotta say about, you know, me and my body, blah blah blah, because there are guys out there that love women for just who they are. They just love women, and they don't give a fuck. And you know, the one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to go and look for them, girl. You don't want to go look for them because trying to find the right guy is like needle in the haystack. Let it find yeah. you. Yeah. Needle in the haystack kind of situation. They'll come to you. Yeah. They'll come to you when you least expect it, when you're just minding your own business. When you're focusing on yourself is really, is truly when they come to you. So if you feel Plus, like you're having a yeah. hard time, just, just try to focus on yourself. Yeah. Plus, you know, I mean, even though it, it goes against the grain and, you know, the world is going to keep reminding you of these physical features that you should have or people are going to remind you or like, you know, um, society, social media, the media period is going to keep reminding women what they should be like. You shouldn't pay attention to any of that um, because I would rather be I would be horrified if I was judged on how on my character rather than what the fuck I look like because I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. Right. I really don't give a fuck. You know, you know, concentrate on your on your character. You know, if you have a good character, you're a good woman, you know, you um practice good mental health and you know, you work on yourself daily and your values and fuck who the fuck cares about what a physical, you know, attribute mm-hmm. is. I know that's a hard one because you know it's like we don't we don't always focus on our inner beauty because it's something that we can't see you know that's more of like a mental thing whereas like we're walking around looking at our appearance every single fucking day we wake up look in the mirror and we literally see our appearance and i know that's what bothers us the most out of like anything we could be going through whatever it is but, you know, if you're really unhappy with your outer appearance, that's always going to be number one. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, like for me, it's always my weight. It's always my weight. I've always struggled with my weight growing up. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, I feel it. Like, I, I totally feel it. But, you know, like, you don't look at these, at these small girls with, like, you know, waist, you know, little petite feet or legs or whatever and think that they're fucking perfect. Like, everyone is fucking going through something. Everyone is fucking going through something. There could be a girl that you think is bomb as fuck. She could be unhappy with the way she looks. You know what I mean? And she could be a shitty person. Like, you know, her her characters. That's one thing I can, oh my gosh, like, you can be beautiful as fuck on the outside, but if you have an ugly ass character, I've ever since I was young, I've always been able to um, just look at somebody 
and judge them off their character. Like, it does not matter how fucking pretty you are. Like, to me, you're an ugly ass fucking bitch if you're a shitty ass fucking whore. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I really don't give a fuck. And, like, there's hella bitches like that. Hella bitches, hella fucking dudes that are like that too. And, I mean, we all go, we're all going through something. You know what I mean? And it's just like. Yeah, and you know, in one of your main, one of your qu- main questions is just like, uh, is you know, this is making me hesitant to date poly guys. Like I said, don't don't be hesitant. Don't be hesitant. Do not be hesitant. Yeah. There are little, tons of poly guys out there, handsome or e- or even fucking ugly. They want you, Bill. They're gonna want you. Exactly. And I'm not just speaking to the listener that put in, you know, that submitted this question. I'm we're speaking to all of you poly women that are feeling this. Yeah. And you know, and, and, and if you uh if you if you still are like are having like qualms about dating um poly men, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with dating outside your race. Yeah, that's true. There really isn't anything. Oh my gosh, yeah. There is definitely nothing wrong with dating outside of your race. It's actually such a fucking beautiful thing to me in my eyes. Mm. <clears throat> it's so crazy that a lot of people have a problem with and it's especially women have problems with their men with quote unquote their men um, <laughs> you know dating outside of their race. Mm-hmm. No, but you'd be surprised though. There's a lot of there's a lot of poly guys that have a problem with, with uh you know poly women dating outside of their race too. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. But I feel like you know with the women, the women who have a problem with it are the ones who you know post about it the most. But no, there are many, many, many men. Many men. Yeah, have <laughs> problems with it, and it's just. I mean, they're both equally dumb for thinking like that. Because <laughs> I'm like, I know you honestly did not think that we were all just really just fucking created to just be within our own race. Like, yeah, no, that part. And I think a lot of that is instilled in us, you know, from a very young age. But I know when I was younger, um, I used to look at interracial relationships like, like in a different light i almost i feel like i almost treated i almost treated uh people that i saw who were in interracial relationships differently or like looked at them in a different light that for sure at least i used to be like oh what the what the hell yeah it used to be weird to me it used to be really weird to me and you know my parents always always wanted me to date a tongan like from yeah the beginning yeah well first i wanted me to date a guy but <laughs> <laughs> okay right no it's just i don't know i just i honestly and i don't know how you were able to think like that or what i don't know what you went through as a child to think like that um and I only say because I don't I I never thought like that. 
Honestly, yeah. didn't. And I remember seeing comments on like um social media about like, you know, people saying like, oh, our race is dying out. We need to procreate with each other and da da da. And I'm like, really? It's that important to you, you know, um, that you're willing to? Because it's like, for me, it's like, what if? What if? So does that mean like? You would be so fucking down to be unhappy. Not you, any, but just yeah. in general. <clears throat> you would be so fucking down to live a fucking miserable life just as long as you're with someone of your race. <laughs> right. Right. That's just like a real ass question. And I only say it's because I'm like, what if your soulmate is someone outside of your race? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like, what if there's just someone that makes you happy that isn't your race. Um, Because I know a lot of people who still think like that, they still kind of date outside of their race. Um, Yeah. But in their mind, because have you ever heard that term where it's like, um, back to your roots or something like that? Like, it's so crazy. Uh... Every, not every, but I know a lot of Tongan girls and boys, and Tongan men and women, who have gotten married and, you know, with, um, you know, outside of the race, they've had children and stuff. And then they would get a divorce and they'll come back to, like, a Tongan. Like, right, I, know, right. I know many different accounts like that. And it's always, like, and I remember being young and I was like, is that, oh, my gosh, that's so true. Like, you really do just come back to your roots. And I was like, that's actually really not sad. I mean, I guess if you're if you're happy, you're happy. Right. But I mean, um, the whole dating outside of your race and not understanding um, interracial relationships is so like it's so foreign to me. Yeah, no. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with me um, getting bullied by belongings when I was little. So uh, the whole reason why my view was like that back then was because I was trying to like. I wanted, and I wanted so bad, like, other polys around in my area, right? Oh, that's so true. So I wanted to, like, cling on to, like, that Tongan part of me because, like, I was so, you know, I started to become angry at, like, all these belongings, like, you know, being racist and, like, bullying me and stuff. So, you know, I finally got that one when, obviously, I changed schools and changed and moved. Um, But, uh but yeah, but that's that's why. So when I actually clung on to like the the you know the Tongan inside of me and like came like started going around polys, like you know I exhibited that um you know that poly pride like toxic shit. <laughs> oh my god, that's such. So I feel like we've had this conversation before about like um you wanting so bad to um something about because you weren't raised around the Tongan culture. I was not. It wasn't in a podcast. Yeah. I wonder if your situation with, like, you know, being bullied by Palangis is similar to, like, how I grew up being scared of albino people. (laughs) No, and I'm serious because I was at the bus stop one time and this albino man bit me. (laughs) And I remember being so fucking scared. I don't think I ever heard you tell this story. (laughs) Yeah, like I used to be part of this like after school program at the um <laughs> at the community center down the street from our house. Remember the community center down the street from our house? Yeah, yeah. 
and me and a bunch of kids were like at the bus stop just like it was just such a cool thing to just like be hanging out the bus stop because back then like you know it's riding the school bus was so fucking like ew bitch you ride the school bus but <laughs> if you rode public transit bitch you were like popping like right so we used to just hang out at the bus stop and like something happened i think he was like mentally ill or whatever and something wow. happened and he grabbed my arm and bit me and i thought <laughs> I remember, I remember screaming, and I started screaming, and I was, like, running to, like, our, um, I don't know if he was our teacher or our the director of the program, bitch, and we were hella, like, all screaming and stuff, and I remember being just fucking scared of albino people all growing up. Of course, you're the only one that got bit in the group of people. I was like, what the fuck did I do, bitch? <laughs> I am so dead. No, that 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 ha- does have something to do with that because you know when you experience trauma as a child and you know especially against you know someone or something, you're always gonna have like you know anxiety or like be scared of whatever you know causing you harm. I'm not scared of them anymore because obviously I fucking grew up. And- <laughs> I would hope that you're not scared of albino <laughs> people right now. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, I could never. That's- <laughs> but that fucking that. That fucking incident hella fucking scared the shit out of me. Because, you know, as a child, albino people already look scary to you as a child. And yeah. Like, after you get bit by one and you see, like, the mad face and it's like, <laughs> He bit you and then your arm turned white. You said, ah! <laughs> and I went to my mom and said, I'm turning albino! <laughs> Okay, hello, mm-hmm. albino listener. Hello, said, what the fuck? So, wow, I'm fucking offended. <laughs> I'm so offended. This is not Bella at all. I'm so sorry to all my albino Tongans. There is albino Tongans in Polly's out there, so. There was an albino Tongan in um, Sacramento, and they called him Tidea. His name was Tevita, obviously. So, you know, Tevita's are T. And then they called him Tea because Tea is, like, white. Mm-hmm. So they call him Tita. Oh wow! And, um, I is he the same guy that I think? Well, did he end up being like a gava drinker, like a hardcore gava drinker? Could have been. He was like a younger cat, not younger cat, but he was much younger than my dad. But he was always like part of like uh, I don't know. His wife is pretty. Oh yeah, no. There's this. Uh, there was this gava drinker um, that I hadn't officially met, but I had seen like around and. And different like uh gopus and shit and he mainly he used to be in east Palo Alto, but um yeah that fool was like straight up tongan but super i mean there isn't really a super albino he was just albino but this one this tongan albino was he had a tan to him because he played rugby like he was always in the sun and you know how albinos are supposed to be i don't think friend. albinos can get tan i think they just get sunburned Oh, maybe he was just sunburned, or maybe he fake. Maybe he's just white. <laughs> maybe he was just really light skin. No, he I mean, he could have. No, he he's had the features of an albino. Oh, like the red eyes and white not hair. All, not all of them have red eyes, any. Oh, okay. I'm really ignorant when it comes to albinos. I'm sorry, albino. Um, any <laughs> albino listeners out there? <laughs> How the albino alligator got um, offended. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) 
Um, no, but yeah, like, uh, you know, that's why I always looked down on uh, interracial relationships when I was younger. But then as I got older, it didn't really matter to me, I guess. And now I'm actually in an interracial relationship, and I would never thought that I would be married. First of all, I never thought that I would be married, period. But now I'm married outside my race. I always knew it. You always knew it? Oh, you had that dream. Yeah, Wait, I had that weird that dream? dream. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and I just always just knew deep down inside. Deep down inside in the dark, fiery pits of my coochie. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I always loved seeing, like, mixed children. I always thought they were so beautiful. Like, it's just beautiful, like, you know, bringing two different races together. But, oh my yeah. gosh, it is so fucking ignorant how, like, some people... Because, like, there's, there's actually this girl who Mia was talking to me about, and she was saying how... um she purposely had kids with a Tongan because she wanted her kids to have good hair. And I don't know if that, I mean, I don't know how, I don't know if that's ignorance or, I mean, it is, it's partially ignorance. Um, but it's also well, that, sad because she believed that her hair wasn't good hair. Like that, was, that, that is a prime example of internalized racism. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was African American and she had kids purposely with um with a poly to so that her kids can have good hair. If you are African American and you do want your child to have good hair, get with it like a your child already hair. has good hair. <laughs> your child already has wonderful no, 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 hair. Yeah. No, your child already has good hair. That's the sad thing about it, is that people you know, um, but it's because they're they're raised and they're made fun of their hair and um, Yeah. Because of their hair texture or whatever, it's really sad. You know what's you know what's funny is that I never looked at um you know even though I thought like that when I was y- younger, I never looked at like Balangis who marry Tongans that way. Is that weird? That's definitely something that was built <laughs> built into me and taught to me like you know, um, and I was unaware of it. But I never looked at, like I like I, my um there would be hella like my cousins who marry Balangis and I'd be like oh. I wouldn't like look at them any different, but in any other like race, like you know, period, I would look at him like, oh, what the hell? That is so fucking ugly. <laughs> that is so ugly, and that's you know, man, white supremacy. But you um, a, you're not gonna get it with a tongue and at least get it with a white person. Because <laughs> that's something you know. Our my my mom always wanted, you know, my mom and your mom always wanted, you know, and I'm pretty sure a, a lot of other Tongan moms would, you know, want their kids to date mm-hmm. like Balangans because they think it comes with good credit, yeah, you know, good credit score and all that, and and you know, Balangans can be just as abusive as <laughs> as you know other people too, other races. Period. I, think, I don't think a lot of it was because of the good credit. I think. A lot of it was because they're white, you know. If it ain't white, it ain't right. Kind of situation. With well, yeah, they wanted to emulate Tongans. They think the white people yeah. are like fucking gods and goddesses, and yeah, it's just like the... to fucking save the world. Yeah, exactly. Um... But my... 
yeah i've had a, a lot of um weird run-ins with uh different white um people who married song i just yeah, I don't hate know how- the fucking i hate the side comments about our culture from white people that marry into our culture and i only say this oh. because i've only heard it from the white because you know i'm mainly around you know um not mainly around but when I am around, you know, um, a family member who's married to a Palangi, it's always the Palangis that always have something fucking stupid <laughs> to say about our fucking culture. And it's just like, I will get the it's fuck like, right now and beat your motherfucking ass, you fucking white racist bitch. It's hella, like, they always say it, like, of, like and, and it's and it's, like, offensive, but they don't realize it's offensive, and then they laugh it off, like, <laughs> Right. Like, and I'm like... Bitch, you're literally fucking writing a tongue and dick right now. Shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> any fucking right to make any fucking kind of comment about our fucking culture because you don't fucking understand that. Yeah, exactly. Also, you know, um, when people who are coming from um, outside of like Polynesia and who have never experienced like, uh, you know, Polynesian culture, people who come um, from like, especially people who come from somewhere where they don't have like a really a family establishment mm-hmm. you know like uh, um they don't have really f- strong family ties and to come into um you know the tongan culture with such strong family ties and um you know we literally will we will we'll lay down everything that we're doing at the moment to go tend to you know our family members for them to come t- into that they you know i'm pretty sure and i, I actually have seen it it's it's shocking to them. Some of them don't take to it well. Some of them have jealousy issues, you know. And that's when you just gotta find balance, I guess, in, in between that. But you know, I I do know, you know, some uh, some of them will take it to the extreme and just like totally isolate their spouse from their family because of it. Yeah, um, I think it's um, a lot of it is like because I mean I want to just say specifically for white people is because they don't. They don't really have culture. Yeah. Um, they really don't have a culture to <clears throat> to understand, like, you know, if there was a Mexi you know, if there was a Mexican or whatever, like they would understand because you know, in in in, in majority of cultures, like family is huge. Family is a mm-hmm. big it's a big fucking deal. They always say mm-hmm. you're not just marrying your spouse, you're marrying the whole family. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what I mean? And so there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that come into the Tongan, come into the Polynesian Pacific Islander culture and already have the understanding because it's pretty much very similar, you know, in their culture. But um, I feel like it could it could be like an American thing where like a lot of Americans are like, no, bitch, like you're not gonna fucking go to your mom's house for the eighth time tonight to fucking take <laughs> your fucking light bulb. You're gonna fucking sit here and you're gonna fucking snap <laughs> on my coochie, bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> And then he yeah. offended because he's like, that's my fucking mom. She can't fucking change it down. Light bulb because she's fucking Quasimodo and fucking has a hunchback. Like, <laughs> you know kind of deal. She fucking like the from the rafters and ring the church bell. She has church bell duties. But you know what? I feel those people because if your family is well and fucking able to fucking do every, you know, everything that they're asking you to do, I would be pissed the fuck off. Like, really? They can't fucking do it themselves? Like, 
there's definitely there's definitely that that factor of mm-hmm. um having toxic family members that definitely take advantage of of you know their their status you know as a you know in the Tolan culture it would be their status as like the sister or like the yeah. mom and we talked about that too in like uh the first, yeah we did um episodes like two episodes two podcasts ago i don't even remember girl i don't even remember what day it is but yeah no there's definitely uh that factor where it's you, you it's understandable mm-hmm. like you can look at the question and be like okay i understand why you're well, you totally like want to isolate your your spouse from the family because the family is like taking advantage of that of mm-hmm. them. Um, but I mean, otherwise, you know, it's, it's all about maintaining balance in the relationship. You know, and, and um, taking. I know, f- for example, like me, like my, and I've said this before, my um, my in laws, they have they're more comfortable with with sexual talk amongst each other. Mm-hmm. Spouse realizes that my culture I said it's taboo. It's taboo, yeah. But for them, cussing is taboo. Uh-huh. Not I'm sorry, cussing is not really taboo. Cussing is just not something that they they do because of, of their yeah, they're like Christian values, like the real southern like Christian mm-hmm. whole aspect of everything and and whatever. Um so you know I, I honor that and I don't cuss around um I don't cuss around his parents and um he honors it and he doesn't talk like sexual around my parents mm-hmm. yeah so it's like a give and take you gotta give and take like basically you know and trade trade off of of and and respect each other's cultural values yeah i don't know if that's so much of his culture his family's culture but it's definitely just his family's like pref- preference or... i know i know for <laughs> sure that the reason why his whole family start, stopped cussing um, is because uh, they wanted to be more Christian-like. Yeah. 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 So, you know, and Christianity and, and African-Americans, you know, they it's like hand in hand. Yeah. And it's so crazy because I'm sitting here trying to think, like, what is it about sexual, you know, talking sexually is, is better than the profanity but i guess it is because you know being sexual you know it's to us in our eyes and our in our ears it's like bro you know what i mean yeah, so it's <laughs> yeah. Hard for us to understand why because we cuss we cuss a lot because our parents cuss we grew up yeah we grew up getting our fucking asses cussed out we still get cussed out by our parents we still get cussed out yeah i mean you know uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of people who still who don't cuss in front of their parents us unfortunately um we're fucking dumbass bitches and we'd be cussing in front of our parents <laughs> but that's just a relationship we have with our moms now um yeah know, that is at least us that girls. is I know the boys don't right. do it. The boys don't do it, but us girls are different. We we definitely cuss around our, our moms and um you know, with cutting conversation and stuff. Um obviously not in public, you know, but with you know, just in our homes. But um, Yeah. But it's so crazy because I feel like if they were to come to our house and we're sitting here cussing in front of our mom and stuff, they'd be like, <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, like that's so like But I, I could I could I could get it. I could get it why sexual talk isn't isn't as bad as um as profanity to them um right because right. It's, it's normal you know it's, it's it's that's american culture pretty much um mm-hmm. oh my gosh you know what's so funny um 
I used to always fucking cringe when, especially Khloe Kardashian would do it, the way they would talk to their brother Rob. And they would, like, say his... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, and oh my gosh. Yeah. I would literally fucking cringe. And I'm like, Rah! like... But that's like a thing. That's like a normal thing in, like, regular American families. American and families. I'm like... And it's because us, we're raised to be like, you know, don't because you're going to end up sleeping with each other kind of situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, oh my God. Right. But yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It's just, it's, it's yeah, like, it's just our culture. And anything sexual, like, if around each other, we're just like, nah, not even. Like, I know now, like, you know, like, amongst each other, like, you know, we're a new generation, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're a lot more relaxed, but, um, you know, there's certain boundaries we, like, invisible boundaries we know as cousins or, like, as brothers and sisters, we don't cross. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually want to bring something up before I forget. Mm-hmm. So, my older cousin from Stack, AJ, Shout out to AJ for listening. But you're probably not going to like me after I read this. He <laughs> posted this post on his Instagram, right? And uh, some girl tweeted, even if a woman is paying for a date, she should always give the man her money beforehand. That way he can pay for the date. What kind of fucking <laughs> stupid ass shit is that? And then he wrote, his caption was like, "Bro, if you're a woman, if your woman doesn't understand this concept, pretty much, you know, like, cut her off. Only grown women understand." And I was like, "Hmm, what? Can you just repeat that one more time, just so I can get this like <laughs> right. established in my head real quick, just so I can understand what the fuck is going on?" And mind you, she um. She, um, all caps, he, like, it's capitalized, he. So she said, even if a woman is paying for a date, she should always give the man her money beforehand. That way he can pay for the date. What in the fucking patriarchy is this bullshit? I literally would, if if I had read that tweet when she first tweeted it, I would have tweeted her and said, Blink twice if you're being held against your will, bitch. Because that's <laughs> fucking shit. Like, that's, that's some like, s- yeah, that's some scary, like, controlling, like, like abusive type shit. But you know what's so crazy <laughs> is that, like, I don't even know. I'm, she probably isn't even in an abusive relationship, as in, like, you know, the way we're thinking. But it's like she was probably just raised that way. And it's so funny because I see, actually, I see a lot of. Um, there are a lot of women who think like that, and there yeah, are who are very submissive. There are tons of men who definitely believe that. It's just like, wait, I don't get it. What? Why? Is it? It's the thing is, is like how how less of yourself do you like? How low is your self esteem to where it would be a bother to you to see your woman paying? For dinner, I just just because you want to establish that you're the head of household and establish that you're the man and you earn earn the bread in this relationship and you, um, I don't know, fucking wear the pants. I okay, so I'm really trying to break this down. So I'm thinking maybe it's because 
so that way they're not being judged by the people at the restaurant or that way everyone sees that the man is oh my gosh I'm actually I'm trying to break this down but I'm also killing my brain cells at the same time <laughs> and this is fucking like when I read it I was like I thought it was a joke like I, th- I actually thought he was gonna write a caption like what the fuck kind of shit is this but he hella agreed and I was like wait what like <clears throat> I just that it was interesting. It was very interesting because I'm like, you know, there, you know, it, it like, there is a lot of women like that. A lot of women like that also probably think that they should serve their man over their kids um, during dinner time. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, I think that's also fucking crazy. It's, it just all goes back to this fucking patriarchal bullshit, like, that the men should like you know always have this weird um place in a woman's life and for a woman to be so submissive to you know do some stupid ass shit like that like give your give her give him the money beforehand so he can pay for it so he what seem doesn't seem like less of a man and but like do you feel like you're a fucking man if your girl gives you the money beforehand so you can pay for it, like, does that make you feel better? Like, does that make you feel like, yeah, see, that that's what I thought, bitch. I'm the man. <laughs> I'm the man. Even though you ain't got I'm money. the man. Okay, I'm the broke-ass man. Yeah, you better <laughs> fucking give me the money because I ain't got no fucking oh, line. Chief, that brings me to this video that I had seen. So, the, the caption read, like, if your woman doesn't do this shit for you, um, drop that bitch or whatever. Uh, first of all, <laughs> the word bitch, I hate it. But um, besides that, so this guy was sitting there, and I think Carrie was the one that posted it, but this guy was sitting there, and his lady was cutting his steak and feeding him mashed potatoes like a kid. <laughs> so she was feeding him, and he would say, and whenever he would want to drink of his his uh, juice, he'd go, juice and she would bring the juice up to his lips and then he'd be like um steak potatoes like are you are you a fucking paraplegic does your arms not work and that's the type of shit that's the type of shit that always just like just like blows my fucking mind yeah and he probably seen his mom do that he's probably seen his mom yeah he probably seen he was probably raised around that but that shit is fucking psychotic. I'm like, ew, bitch. It's if I not ever normal. Find out that any of my fucking girl cousins, I can't say sisters because I know none of my sisters are like that. But if I ever <laughs> yeah, find yeah. Out I have a girl cousin who's like that, I will fuck you up, bitch, and then I will fuck him <laughs> up, and then I'll fucking <sighs> sleep with him when you're at work. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just so okay. And then you hella, and then hella. The next day, you were feeding him, and you're like, oh, "I can understand why you do this, girl." <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> no, I actually want to know if there are poly men out. There are poly men out there like that. I know that there are a lot of Tongan men who are like very, like you know, on the man kind of like situation. No, my ex was like that for sure. My ex was a fucking 
the prideful ass man like that wanted to wear the pants in their relationship and he would be like and mind you i i would never i would never fold or do anybody's laundry i barely did laundry myself and he was like you know every every week i want my laundry done this way and folded this way i was like oh no because i loved him i did it but that's but he was that type of guy and he expected dinner after work all the time, and I would have to make it. I was the type of shit like that fucking toxic ass male shit. Like now, I do it for my husband now because I love him, and he doesn't demand that I make dinner. He'll ask, mm-hmm. but he'll demand. He he demanded it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now he's yeah. fucking somewhere kaitae. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if we have, if, if any of our listeners know of any, like, Pacific Islanders who are like that, please, I want to hear all about it. I just, we do want to hear all about it. Yeah, I'm just trying to think because, I mean... Do you think... I know a lot of... I know a lot of guys who... I know a lot of Tongan men who think that women should just cook, cook and clean, and that's their job. And you know and what? That's all they should do. Guys who think like that, like these guys who are like, you know, even like the guy you said, like the video, like steak, potato, juice, like a lot of them come from like religious backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them and, and, are religious mm-hmm. people. You know what's funny is that uh, that that the guys who I I knew that believed that, um, they actually you know use. I remember arguing with uh, against that, uh, with them, and they would use like you know quotes from the Bible to back them up. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not Christian, so I don't know why you would bring that up in our debate here. So, yeah. and I think a lot of it has to do with our culture too. Like to be honest. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely, but I don't know. I don't know, or I haven't seen any Tongan men do it to an extreme. Mm. They all think that way, though. Yeah. Most of them. Sorry, not they all. Not they all. A lot of them do. But I do know a lot of Tongan mothers who would do a lot of the cooking and cleaning because, you know, she's cooking for her family and she's cleaning after her family. There's nothing wrong you with know, cooking like, and cleaning. Like There's... her kids, you know, cooking for her kids and her and her husband and cleaning, you know, after her kids and her husband. Um, I mean, there was a point where I used to cook all the time for my siblings. And I would even kind of clean up after my siblings. Not anymore. I'm just like, mm, the house is dirty, the house is dirty. Um, no, there's nothing wrong <laughs> with cooking as a woman. There's nothing wrong with cooking and cleaning for your family, for your husband. There's nothing wrong. What becomes a problem is when it's when it's um, when people think that it's your duty because you're a gender, because you're a woman. Yeah, I just that's when it becomes a problem. That's when people think that it's it's something that you have to do. Yeah, it's like a man's duty. And that's something, and that that role is what you're supposed to do only, mm-hmm. and not hold up a 
another job or like have any ambitions or dreams or like yeah just to breed children cooking clean no. yeah and my dad was christian um but he wasn't like that at all like he was always cooking and he would clean too sometimes he would clean some, <laughs> i don't actually i don't remember if my dad ever cleaned but i do know that he would cook all the time like my dad was such a good cook and um i don't think my mom ever cleaned really either but she would cook and we would always fucking my mom's a terrible cook <laughs> her cooking is literally throwing everything in a pot and making soup <laughs> and we're like it's fucking well, oh my gosh fucking throw up but like you know <laughs> I just, we didn't grow up in, in, in that in that kind of like household where like you know there was the the wife did this and the husband did that like they both kind of equally just did everything together um, really well I just remember your working a lot that's it <laughs> huh I just remember your mom working a lot that's it yeah yeah she did work a lot yeah. um my dad is definitely um one of those guys that you know expect like meal and all that shit and fucking doesn't clean. But <laughs> you know, which is I don't understand why he never cooked because when he did cook, he's an amazing. Oh cook. my gosh, I freaking love when your dad cooked. Like, oh my, hello freaking bomb ass food. Um, he's a bomb cook, but. <laughs> but 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 he never like you know he never taught that to us my mom never taught it to us like oh you know my mom would actually just complain and be like this is why you never married that's all and that <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, right yeah that's so funny yeah, yeah. Like, my mom never really you know um never really no my mom never you know taught taught that shit to like you know my sisters or even my brothers like you know, your wife, she should come home and da 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 You know what I mean? It's always... Yeah. It, it, it's always like... um, It would be like, you know, if if you see... You know, if this is your day off, husband or wife, you know, um, you know, and, and, and your spouse is working, you know, um, at least try to tidy up or, you know, make something for them yeah. when they come home. Yeah. <laughs> but it yeah. wasn't ever like... It doesn't matter how hard you 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 work at you know you. It doesn't matter how much you you how much time you put in at work. You still have to come home and cook for your husband, you know, and make sure that he eats, and you know, even if he's not doing anything with his fucking life because he's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's just so crazy. My husband would hate me because I would literally just cook whatever I want to eat. <laughs> right. He said, "Yeah, chicken curry again." <laughs> he says, "Coconut trip." <laughs> he said, "I'm leaving you." I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I um, uh, you know, I cook when I can, and sometimes I I want to cook because I'm tired of eating out, but um. Yeah, that's crazy though. That's a that's a really uh, isn't that a meme or something or was it a tweet? It was a tweet. It was a tweet by some girl. Yeah, I always say to myself, um, you know, women women perpetuate the patriarchy. 
a lot. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of women who do that. So there's a lot of women who uphold and, you know, make it easy for men to continue these toxic traits or toxic thoughts, you know, about about women and, and what their role should be. Because they really just believe that it's a woman's job. Yeah. And that's how they're raised and that's all they know. Mm-hmm. But it's like you gotta put an end to that shit. And now for our mood songs. My mood song for this week is a classic. It's it's an old school, but mm, I hate fucking saying old school. Because these songs are literally just like from two, 2000 to 2010 decade. But it's um, Be Your Girl by Tidra Moses. I fucking oh love Tidra Moses and I fucking love that song. Be Your Girl is my number one favorite song by her. I love all of her, the rest of her other songs. But Be Your Girl is one of my, is my top favorite <clears throat> by her. I listen to it often because it's just that, you know, it just, it's, it's really a fucking mood. Like, you know, don't know if you got a girl, but I want you to fucking come and eat me out because I touch myself, you know. Look your pwn. Yes, girl. <laughs> like, I fucking love that song. Like, it really is. That song reminds me of you. Every time I hit, every time I hear it, I oh, you always pop up. Girl. That's why I will never have it as a song when I'm making love. Because then it will just ruin the moment. Because your face would pop up. You bitch. You hella said <laughs> Okay. How your dick turns into a noodle. <laughs> yeah like fucking fettuccine noodle <laughs> no I just love that song I love her voice I even love the music video like it's just such a my fucking de- my favorite fucking decade I know a lot of people love the 80s and the 90s but mm-hmm. bitch I'm a 2000 to 2010 kind of girl like that. that's my fucking time like that's what I love everything down to like the fucking ghetto fabulous like street fashion to like just hip hop and R&B in that time and even fucking pop music like was everything but oh definitely be your girl you guys check it out it's on everything and I know we have a listener who made a playlist with you know the the songs from some of our, our some of our mood songs and some of the the jam sesh from the gem sesh from um Sorry about, about it. it. Podcast, like I see you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I know you said that we were gonna make a playlist of all the songs that we've ever, you know, um, shouted out and brought up in our mood songs, and we definitely will. We um, will. I'm and right now. yeah. <laughs> and my mood song is called Postmates. It's uh, by Jeremy. That's J A R A M as Mary I, and uh, featuring Cautious. So Cautious is spelled like like Cautious. C-A-U-T-I-O-U-S. And it's called Postmates. Um, I ran across this song like really randomly uh, when I was going through SoundCloud because I love to have new songs to listen to because I hate listening to the same songs all the time even though I have like a million like shit on my playlist. Um, and it's great. It's like a real chill vibe. Like it's a, it's definitely like a mood. Like it'll set you in a mood. Um, 
I don't want to say necessarily it's a workout song, but it's just a song that's nice to listen to when you're like cleaning up. Um, I love it. I've listened to it as soon as I heard it. I listened to it like probably had it on repeat for like four days straight until I almost got sick of it. But even now, like I still, I still like that song. So go ahead and check it out. It's called Drami, um, by Drami and Cautious called Postmates. Postmates, like the food delivery service. I think we'll deliver other about... stuff too. <sighs> you wish. No, they do. No, they, they don't. It's just food. Oh, you talking about like like alcohol and stuff? No, Postmates. I think they also do like. Oh, never mind. I was gonna say I think they also shop for clothes too. <laughs> 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 I don't know what app that is, but let me know what it is. Let me buy clothes. I swear I'd be knowing what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) And that's about wraps it up. That's about wraps it up. That's about about wraps it up. Hell of a fall, dude. Just say, it's time to wrap it up. Here's our social medias, you guys. Facebook, Hello Bella Podcast, Instagram, Hello Bella Podcast, and our email for any suggestions, questions, your feedback, your nudes, whatever. <laughs> Hello Bella Podcast at gmail.com. And that is H E L L A V E L A. For you dumb bitches, I can't spell. <laughs> All right. And thanks. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and tune in next week uh, for another episode of Hella Bella. See you guys later. Sayonara.